We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It is Friday, March 31st, 2023. Alex Berutha here with Shannon McEwen and Ken K-Train. Kreitz. All aboard! For the Friday listeners, this is our final Friday podcast of the season. We love having you along. We've appreciated your contribution to the YouTube questions, all the likes and subscribes uh, that Ken... Uh, uh, desperately begs for, uh, or else he will get fired by the corporate (laughs) overlords. I'm crying the tears of a clown over here. I hear that song in my head right now. Yeah. Uh, Well, let's not get too sentimental. We'll jump right in uh, because Boston destroyed the Milwaukee Bucks last night, 140 to 99 uh, in Milwaukee. Second night of a back-to-back for Milwaukee. I will note it was their fifth game in seven nights. Okay. The NBA screwed them. Uh, this is Adam Silver's fault. Celtics go 51% from three, shoot 56% for the field. Tatum goes for 40. Brown goes for 35 and five. Ken, my question to you is, does it matter? I'm not sure it does. It matters a lot more for Boston than it does for Milwaukee for a few reasons. One, Celtics coming off a total stinker earlier in the week in Washington, where they got blown out by a shorthanded wizard squad. And two, the Bucks are probably, should these two teams hopefully uh, meet up in the Eastern Conference Finals, the Bucks are still going to have the home field advantage. So Boston needs to know they can win in Milwaukee. Uh, and third, and it was great to see Jason Tatum hit his threes. He's having his worst three-point shooting season since his rookie year. What did he go, eight for ten last night? I mean, it was ridiculous. Uh, the whole team, though, shot. 51% from three. It was a dream with 56% from the field. But yeah, Tatum, eight of 10 from three points. That's just delicious. When a 6'9 guy who can shoot over most other players is draining his threes. Oh, it was fantastic. But I, ultimately, if I'm a Bucks fan, I'm really not that worried. Though I will say Nick Whalen, he pointed out to me this morning, he said that... Uh, Bucks have kind of failed their last three big tests. They lost to Philly to snap the winning streak. They got blown out by Denver and then Boston last night. So I don't know, Alex, are you uh, nervous? I'm going to blame that Denver loss as an altitude back-to-back. They played Utah the night before. Um, I thought they, I thought they did look pretty good in the first half, but when I watched that game, they made so many defensive mistakes that were just like lazy Giannis just didn't – he would get lost yeah. on, like, multiple plays. and um, I don't know. What do you think, Shannon, as an outsider? No, I, I do think both those losses partially can be, you know, chalked up to the schedule and the fact that they have back-to-backs. I was surprised the Bucks didn't sit more players on Wednesday night and, and rest up for that Thursday night matchup yeah. against the Celtics. Um, but they also, you know, they probably didn't think they were they were going to need uh, 40 minutes from Giannis and, and Drew Holiday and have those two – uh, carry the load uh, in that Wednesday night game. So that that was probably part of it. There is still, it, I don't, I don't think it really matters. I'm not going to, I'm not going to beat on the, the bucks too much. They have the best record in the NBA uh, and, and a two game cushion at that. So th- there's really not much to complain about if you're a bucks fan. Well, let's go to a uh, 
the presumed well he's not the mvp favorite anymore um but he did not play yesterday ken yeah no joke no joker in the nuggets pelicans game last night pelicans dominate 107 to 88 uh this kind of highlights the championship week woes of fantasy basketball and teams resting their stars Jokic has a calf injury Denver's now three up on Memphis with six to play. Uh, and the Nuggets have one more back-to-back on April 4th and 5th. So you got to get worried about how much more rest is coming up for the Joker. Does Jokic play tonight against the Suns, Alex? I'm not sure. Uh, I saw a comment by Michael Malone that just said they're going to be cautious with him since there's only, I think, six games left for them or five games left yeah. for them at this point. Six. Yeah. So... To me, it's pretty 50-50 on, on tonight. I'd love to see it. Um, yeah, Sun, you hate to see him roll over to a what could easily be a playoff matchup for them against Phoenix. Um, anyway, on the other side of the coin, the Pelicans are now in seventh. One back of Golden State to avoid the plan. They're playing well. They've won seven of their last ten. Um, you've kind of got three teams all within one game. Golden State, New Orleans, and Minnesota that are hoping out West to avoid the play-in and mathematically Lakers still have a shot. I keep th- I keep waiting for the Warriors to wake up and sort of dominate or creep into fifth. Uh, it just isn't happening. And Wiggins, I guess, is never going to return. The, the Wiggins absence is like, nobody knows. This is actually yeah. one of the sort of personal absences that I, there's like the least out and about, um, in the rumor mill and when he might come back. So I just, I don't think they can win the title without Wiggins. They've, I just, I I don't think they can. Um, But yeah, you talk about some of the remaining schedules for these teams and, you know, the Lakers have, they have some tough ones and some cakewalk ones. Like the Lakers, they play, they play Phoenix. They play the Clippers, although that's without Paul George. They play the Wolves who are starting to look better. Although Nas Reed is out now and he looked like their like third best player for a minute there. Um, but they also have two games against Utah and one against the Rockets. So, um, it, it really, I think does come down to strength of schedule for, for a lot of these teams. Shannon, you, uh, who do you think avoids the play in out West? Well, I, I'm going to give the edge to, to the Warriors, um, just because that's, they're, they're holding that spot right now. They've got the game cushion. So I, I, I do think they're, they're the best team of that bunch. Uh, even without Wiggins, and I agree, without Wiggins, I don't think they're much of a championship contender, um, but I think they're still strong enough to hold on to that six seed. Dallas, Dallas is a, a game, a full game out of the 10 now behind Oklahoma City. <laughs> who they've missed, I think they've missed SGA the past two games. Oh, yes. Kyrie, that's too this bad is uh, starting to look good. I saw some weird quotes from Kyrie, to be honest. I didn't read them because uh, I don't. Oh, we've got a weird them. quote to end it. It was true. And uh, I don't really have any tears for Kyrie, frankly. <laughs> but, uh, hey, uh, take us to some unfortunate news out of New York, Alex. Yeah, I feel like this is this should have been bigger news. Uh, yeah. It kind of got swept under by, you know, the, the Bucks game, a lot of other guys resting and stuff like that. But Julius Randle's out at least two weeks with a sprained ankle. Um, so there's a... Decent chance you'll miss a good, uh, uh, the first round of the NBA playoffs. Yeah, uh, these are going to be the first games he's missed this season. Randall had been one of the few NBA Iron Men. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but there's just an obvious guy who's probably going to step in. Um, that being Obi Toppin. Although there is a chance they go small. Toppin hasn't exactly lit the world on fire no. this season. No, they um, need rebounds. Um, that could be a real gift for the Cavs in round uh, one. Yeah. yeah, boy, no Randall. I mean, I I still would have picked Cleveland in that matchup, sure. but this this definitely helps them probably just skirt right into the second round. Um, all right, no, NBA, no NBA team can afford to lose their best player. Come the playoffs. no, I mean, you know, even if, even if you think Brunson's their best player, it's Randall's is so far up there. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, that's it's actually going to put a lot of a lot of weight on RJ Barrett. So yeah. this is a huge time for RJ Barrett and in, um, in the season, I think, honestly, in his, in his career going up in that first round. But uh, yeah. we'll see. Um, uh, before we before we get to the uh, some of our reviewing uh, 
our league standings and our wagers this season. I will mention uh, Nas Reed has a broken wrist. Yeah. And he's uh-huh. out indefinitely. This is tough. Uh, Minnesota's tied with the Pelicans. One game back at Golden State to avoid the play. And we kind of touched on that. There's no, there's no like great guy to come and fill in. Like Reed lately had been playing 25 minutes a game. He's putting up 15 and seven spark plug guy. And like their options are just going to be, well, do we want to go with like Nathan Knight as like a legit backup center? Do we want more Tory and Prince? Do we want to play Kyle Anderson 48 minutes a game? Um, I'm not sure there's like a great waiver wire option here necessarily. What do you think, Shannon? Yeah, probably not. I think they're just going to lean more on Cat and Gobert. Yeah. Um, you know, Kyle Anderson, I know he was dealing with, uh, I believe it was an illness. Um, yeah, they got an illness. Going yeah, around the game. so we'll, we'll see if he, he is probable for Friday night. So you've got Kyle Anderson that can step in and, and take some of those minutes. You know, Nas Reed, what's interesting about Nas Reed is his, his dynasty or keeper league uh, value and potential. He is going to be an unrestricted free agent this offseason. So I'm really interested to see where he lands. If, if he lands a starting gig somewhere, I'm going to, mm. I'm going to be very high on him uh, I, next season. I may or may not have grabbed him uh, in our keeper league uh, for $1 uh, for the preparation for next season. So I, I'm with you. Um, he he looks like he might have a future somewhere. I'm not sure 100 where that is, but if he's proving it, if he can get a consistent 25 minutes a game and a team empowers him to be a sixth man, he's putting up uh, legit fantasy numbers. All right, Ken, let's uh, let's put a bow on this thing. Yeah. Uh, by the way, you did get Reed for a dollar in the keeper league. Let's just so uh, yeah. Since this is our last pot of the season, let's review our league standings and wagers, starting with the RotoWire Stake League. That is a redraft league where uh, 16 teams, the top half, eats a glorious steak dinner for free at the Tornado Room in Madison, Wisconsin. And I think all three of us are going to be eaters. I'm in fifth. I was challenging for first until the Harden and Kuzma injuries set me back a step. I'm going to wind up losing a hoodie to DJ, it sounds like. But Shannon, you're right behind me at sixth. Definitely going to be a free eater. Alex, you're probably an eater at seventh, right? I uh, yes, I've been scraping along. Um, I am leaning heavily. I I unloaded the clip in my fab budget to get Shaden Sharp, who at twenty six dollars, I think I paid up for him. That's working out really well. Um, I've been riding a lot of Austin Reeves. Been riding a lot of Chris Dunn. PJ Washington is absolutely stepping up for me at this point in the season. I need all these guys. I think uh, officially my best player left on my roster technically is Bradley Beal, uh, but he's not playing right now. So yeah. other than that, I think um, yeah, could be Shaden Sharp or Markel Fultz. Uh, but hey, it's all it's all about not uh, getting stuck with the bill in Stake League. Well, agreed. Exactly. We're all eaters. But let's move on to the Rotowire Keeper League that you referred to, Alex. Yep. I've been in this for 10 years, the duration of my stay, where Shannon has been almost wire to wire at least the last four months, Crown right? Crown it. Crown him. Yeah, get that glory. Who's got the trophy now? I don't know, but etch Shannon's name on it. Yeah. Fire the confetti guns. Boom, this boom. Slow, slow down there. We'll see. There's still a week plus of games left. And, you know, you have you have teams like uh, the Pacers doing foolish things like uh, – Bring in Halliburton back for two games, only to then probably shut him down for the rest of the season. Why? <laughs> that made no sense. That Why? made no sense. Why even bring him back for those two games? Agreed. Why tease me like that? Why force me to plug him <laughs> into my starting lineup for a, one of the most critical weeks of the season? I'm holding on by a thread. Well, well you're see. five. You're you're five ranking points ahead of me here, uh, Barutha. You're in. You're in fourth. Uh, I got crushed but, by injuries. Yeah, blame it on that. but uh, yeah, yeah. Now, now we'll see in our moves to go for it. How punished will I be next year? Second place is in the money, so I think I at least make money this year. Uh, but uh, yeah, tiny, tiny, tiny chance of catching Shannon. But I think crown him now. Uh, let's move on to the Serious XM Expert League, a twelve-team. A uh, redraft league where I somehow am in first place, baby. 
They need to, uh, Josh they need to cross the field. expert out of that league. <laughs> Are you saying because I'm winning, yeah. it can't possibly be an expert league? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no money prize there. That That is unacceptable. Because yeah, I'm very good at winning leagues that have no prize. <laughs> <laughs> and when there are no stakes involved, Ken is the ultimate. I think uh, you're fourth. Uh, you're fourth in that league, though. You have a strong showing, I Alex. Shannon did not compete in that one forgotten to set my lineups for several weeks mm. um it's tough when there's when there's nothing on the line um yeah but... well another expert league where there is money on the line is rick camilla uh a friend of the show and the website host on sirius xm his expert league yours truly is in championship week battle right now with justin fensterman of fantasy alarm could go down to a game count and resting and all that blah blah blah, but uh, we're tied four four, so uh, that's that's feeling good. I could make some money there. Uh, okay, then at the beginning of the season, the three of us had a three way bet. It started with Shannon. If the Pistons exceeded the win total, uh, their preseason win total expectation of twenty nine and a half, they needed thirty wins, and that is of course when Cade Cunningham was healthy, right, Shannon? Yeah, of course. I'm not going to make that bet if uh, Cade's not on the roster. So as soon as they decide to shut him down for the season, it, uh, you know, it settled the bet on my on my side, at least. Yeah. Pistons at 16 wins right now. So that then works down to whether Boston or Milwaukee go further in the playoffs. That's for a hoodie. The two losers split uh, half the cost. So we'll see uh, how that winds up. What's to that? protect Shannon next year, we may have to just do do the Pistons uh, have a winning record against the spread. Um, that wasn't have saved them this year, but uh, I'll be okay. Wemby, right. Wemby's there. We've got <laughs> our two there saviors, two headed savior, and Wemby and Cade. Shannon. He's not a little we'll baby. He's a grown man. We're not to protect Shannon. Jeez. I'll be. Fine. Uh, there was a early in this month wager between you two guys. Who's better rest of season, Killian Hayes? Or Dennis Smith Jr., this has really been a tallest little person contest. Uh, Smith ranks 161 after 12 games, though outshining Killian Hayes, who after 11 games ranks 214th. So I I think, you know, it still could change. Plenty of time left. I don't know if that includes all the caveats. Well, the caveat had a 10-game minimum played, so we're there, both There are other caveats discussed. There are other caveats not discussed. Not in the notes. Team. Not in the email notes, Shannon. Shannon, it's one Listen, it's, uh, it's not, it's not your bet. It's not your Alex bet. And the season is not over yet. So I just want to <laughs> double-check the records and see where we stand. Contact your lawyer. <laughs> I want it to – I want it to be – I want it – listen, I'm with Shannon – I want to earn my American. Yeah, I don't know if it's okay. an eight cat or nine cat. I have to double check the bets. I don't I, believe I think that I looked the at data you pulled is accurate. Is all I'm saying. I looked the, at total stats, games played range or date range, total stats. It's not category. total stats. It's not a total stats bet. Was it is, per game? I believe so. So, like I, I said, I have to double check. We'll let you two look it up. I have to I, double check I, what the terms like of the agreement are, Ken. You don't know what those terms are. Uh, I'll keep it moving, Ken. Let's let's <laughs> wrap this thing up. Uh, Parr talked a lot of garbage during the stake leave draft, so I bet him a T-shirt. Parr's in dead last. He bought me a Larry Bird T-shirt about a month ago. Uh, I'm going to owe DJ a hoodie also for stake league because he's in third and I'm in fifth. And then, uh, Alex, you and I, from a pod that didn't air, from that pod we recorded that didn't air, I have Nuggets doing better than the Suns in the playoffs. So there's a series of T-shirts. I might merge that into one hoodie if I win that somehow. Uh, Suns versus uh, Nuggets Western Conference playoffs. All right. Did, did I get them all? Are there any wagers? It's too long a segment. I don't remember. The you're the anyway. you're the wagers are. I, I really have no idea. <laughs> we need more uh, bets next year. That wasn't. Our spiciest bet was Dennis Smith Jr. versus Killian Hayes. That's not spicy. The irony of you being the bet czar is you don't actually gamble in real life when we go to Vegas. I'm in, I'm in, that's true. <laughs> it's because we go to Vegas where there's no sports going on. We go there with Major League Baseball All-Star break. 
Yeah, I got I got smacked last year because I was like, "There's no way Pujols." Uh, in fact, I, I bet against him in the home run derby, and that was bad. Uh, all right, let's go with the fan feedback, Ken. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, Shannon and Alex. Well, first, actually, I don't have to say give us a question because we're entering the offseason. So let's go right to the question, Shannon and Alex. This comes from YouTube superfan. I'm probably going to mispronounce this. Love Mansui, maybe? Mansui? I don't know. He asked, for rest of season, guys, which of these players do you prefer? Grayson Allen, Pat Connaughton, Chris Dunn, Malik Monk, Royce O'Neal, or Terrence Mann, all kind of waiver wire fodder there. Which of those seven players, six players, do you prefer? That's a rough league. Um, I'm going to go with Chris Dunn. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I've rostered him in multiple leagues. So I'll go with Dunn. I think he's going to play 25 to 30 minutes a game down the stretch. I don't think the Jazz have interest in winning. I think he's. I think he's good. Yeah, I, I'm really going to defer. All of these players are are pretty much interchangeable. Um, you know, it does depend on what type of of league you have. If it's a points based league, categorical. If you have specific needs for your team, it's really hard to answer this question without more context. With that caveat in mind, I'm just going to def- I'm going to default to ha- whomever has the most games played for for the final week of the season. Um, and, and with that in mind, I mean, there's it's about 50-50, I think, or there's maybe like 10 teams with three games and the rest of the teams have four. So immediately, any teams with three games, those players are all eliminated. Yeah. Then, I, then I'm going to go from there. But eh, I kind of like Grayson Allen and mm-hmm. Patty C just because I do think the Bucks are going to be in a position to rest their starters for – at least two of their four game week next week. And that means Allen and Patty C will uh, get, get more minutes and more run. But I, you know, if Monk would also be an option, Sacramento is another four team for a four game week and a similar scenario. Monk is an important rotational piece for the Kings. Um, but at the same time, they're going to, they're going to focus on resting Fox, resting Sabonis, making sure those guys are healthy. Um, so I'm going, I'm going Allen, Patty C or Monk. Give me one of those three and I'll ride with them depending on my categorical needs. 
Uh, Utah, I like the Dunn pick, and Utah has four games next week. So uh, I tend to go there where Milwaukee also has four games. Um, yes. Sacramento has four. four. Uh, actually, all of them have four games. Brooklyn's got four, and the Clippers – oh, Clippers have three, so maybe that eliminates Terrence Mann. It does. Plus, there's a certain other guard we're high on we'll get to later. In yeah. fact, let's start now, gentlemen. Let's go to your our waiver wire for the last week of the season. Alex, take it away. We have 10 teams with only three games next week. The rest have four. Um, I haven't checked this upcoming week, but this particular week has been bizarre from a scheduling standpoint. I don't believe any teams play on Monday. Um, That's correct. Do the That's national correct. championship nope. yep. tomorrow. There are only two games, so things might get weird the rest of the year in addition to all the rest and stuff. So if you're playing in one of those daily lineup moves leagues, um, there's some streaming options and it, things will get uh, things will get messy. But I'm going to hand out my first suggestion, which is my available in 50% of leagues player, Bones Highland of the LA Clippers, who is 44% rostered in Yahoo. There was a stretch there where he was not a rotation player after we had mm-hmm. suggested him and that he was lighting uh, fantasy teams up uh, earlier in the year. But now, since Paul George went down with a leg injury, Bones Highland, 17 points on 52% shooting, 46% from three, seven dimes, three rebounds, and just over a steal in 24 minutes. Clippers only have three games next week, but the numbers he's putting up, uh, I think, are make him still worth rostering. The only concerns I would have about this, Norman Powell just came back yeah. from an injury. That didn't slow down Bones yesterday. Um, uh, but at the same time, Kawhi Leonard was out. Um, and so the rotation's a little bit in flux, but Marcus Morris might be out. I still think he's just worth taking a chance on given what he's done lately. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I love Bones. I've been a big fan of Bones, you know, since he entered the league. His per 36 stats are ridiculous. Like you mentioned, 17 and 7 in 24 minutes per game over the – that's insane. 17 to 7, 24 minutes per over the last four games. I, I, I do think there's some risk involved because the rotation will be a little bit wonky for the Clippers down the stretch, but they also are going to be in a scenario most likely where they're locked into their seed for the last couple games of the season, and Bones is a guy who gets extra run because of it. And Marcus Morris being out has created minutes for Gordon and Powell uh, more at the forward spot which helps Bones get some minutes. Uh, I did write, yeah. type in Bones Highland as my pick initially because I'm the first one to get in the notes on Eastern time. But then the three-game count is the only thing that got me a little worried. Three games and Gordon playing a little better and Powell coming back. But Highland has been on fire. So who'd you go with instead? I went Duller, as is my usual uh, mode. I went dollar with Luke Kennard of the Memphis Grizzlies, who's managed in 35% of Yahoo leagues, only 7% of ESPN. Memphis does have four games. Look, Grizzlies need offense and outside shooting right now. Last nine games, Kennard, over 15 points a game, four made threes, almost a steal a game while shooting 61% from the field. He's gotten a few spot starts with Bain Hurt. Bain's been in and out with foot injuries. Conchar has been, they rested Conchar again. Though Bain will play tonight. Uh, Memphis is two games up on Sacramento for second with only six games to go. So I think you're going to see some Bain resting, some Morant resting uh, at the end of the season. I think they're going to give Luke Kennard uh, a lot of run. Yes, they probably will. He he is on an absolute heater, 61% from downtown over those past <laughs> nine games. Yeah. Uh, it's just bonkers. If you're looking for a late season uh, push in the three-pointer category, Kennard is a solid option. You know, I've, I'm going back to the well for my first pick. Xavier Tillman has picked up his production recently. But he's sure still has. still available in a good number of leagues, rostered in 38% of Yahoo, 8% of ESPN. Tillman's been solid. He's been locked into the starting lineup for the Grizzlies over the past three games. He's picked up his production, 32.3 minutes, 17 points, 8.7 rebounds, 2.7 stocks, shooting, speaking of a heater, 80% from the floor over those mm-hmm. three games. 
field a free throw percentage is not great 60 percent, but he's doing a little bit of everything right now steven adams is out for the year uh brandon clark's out for the year so tillman's going to continue to get run um i wouldn't be surprised they need rebounds they, they need do. a rebounder with yeah. adams and clark out Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr., not the greatest rebounder no. for a big man. Um, Tillman, Tillman does pick up the slack there. Uh, the Grizzlies, a similar scenario where you know they could they could sit um, some of their regulars down the stretch. I believe they will be locked into the two seed um, in short order here. And once that happens, you know Tillman could get extra run. Um, absolutely, so, love Tillman, Tillman was born thirty years too late. He looks like he should be on one of those nineties. NBA squads. Yes. Maybe yeah. one of the bad ones, but you know. He he also does look like he's got the grandpa face thing going <laughs> right. on. He yeah. does. He's got a grandpa face where it looks like old. he did play in the 90s. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh okay, let's go to my long shot of the week, which is not quite a long shot. It's only because of the roster rate of five percent, but Obi Toppin of the New York Knicks, Julius Randall out for the rest of the regular season. Toppin has not seen more than 26 minutes in a game this season. Uh, I, I think his season high is 17 points. But per 36, 16 points, seven boards, two assists. Um, obviously, he's, I, I don't think he's going to see 36 minutes a game. But I think with the increased usage, if he does see about 30 minutes a game, he could get to 15 and seven. New York only has three games next week, which is not great. But uh, this is a guy I think worth, if you're going to get him into a bidding war, if you got a ton of fab remaining, you got to empty it. So uh, why not take a chance on on Toppin, who's available in even the deepest of leagues? So for some guys, if you're in a 16 plus team league, this could be, and you're on the bubble, could potentially be a huge pickup for you. If Obi Toppin's ever going to be a meaningful Nick ever in his career, now is the time. Yeah, I don't think it's too much that'll happen, but he's got to do it now. He's just never going to get enough run while Randall's healthy and on the roster. But the good news, and, and like, I wouldn't even be surprised if, you know, if the if the Knicks did something crazy and, and don't start topping. But Sims. <laughs> yeah, like go and go small and have Josh Hart start. You know, with Barrett. Yeah, and, that might happen. And Grimes and Brunson yeah. with with Mitch Rob and Harkenstein at, at the five. But Toppin did start the second half when, on Wednesday with uh, with Randall out. So that's a good indication he will move into the starting lineup. And even if he doesn't for some odd reason, I think he'll he'll still see the 25 plus minutes and and be worth uh, you know be a, a, a very worthwhile addition to your fantasy team down the stretch. And Shannon, you bring up a good point. Josh Hart's available 27% of leagues. Just check your waiver wire. There's going to be a lot of rebounds for Josh Hart to get in a lot of minutes. Ken, who is your long shot this week? My long shot, uh, another uh, uh, another New York Nick and another repeat. But Quentin Grimes is still only managed in 28% of Yahoo leagues. This is insanity, people. Insanity, I tell you. Only 6% of ESPN. The man is on fire. Last four games, 21 points, six rebounds, over four assists a game, shooting 54% from the field. He made five threes per game over his last four games. Randall out means more shots for everybody. The one caveat's the same as yours, Alex. Knicks only have three games next week. But how is Quentin Grimes not managed in more leagues? How? He's been a man possessed lately. The usage rate's crazy. I watched I watched that Orlando game. He just touched it. I mean, he's got a super quick release. Like, they throw him the ball, yep. and the ball was halfway to the basket by the right. time. Yeah. Um, so, I think I think he'll continue to stay aggressive. I like the pick. Uh, Shannon. Uh, you know, beating the same drum. Um, I feel like this has to be said. But with Halliburton, um, most likely out for the remainder of the season, Andrew Nemhard, who, who we've talked about before, 28% rostered on, on Yahoo, 7% on ESPN. Nemhard's been, been fantastic uh, for the Pacers whenever Halliburton is out. Uh, he's picked up his production uh, very nicely over the past couple games. Um, his assist totals in particular, he had, a, he had a big 15 and 15 game earlier this week. Um, but Nemhard should get, 
you know, additional run with Halliburton out. TJ McConnell, of course, will get extra minutes as well. Um, but I, I like Nemhard. He should be he should be rostered in more leagues than he is uh, currently. And then Drew Hubanks, another guy who we've we've brought up here numerous times throughout the season. Hubanks is back in the starting lineup. Nurkic has been out for the past four games, probably out for the season. Uh, the the Blazers already ruled out Dame Lillard for the remainder of the season. I would imagine Simons and Nurkic and Jeremy Grant um, are, are soon to follow. Uh, and with that, you know, guys like Eubanks are going to get more minutes. Eubanks is a, he can give you like, he'll have games where he has four or five assists. He can pick up those. He, he can rebound decently over the past four games, all starts 26 and a half minutes, nine points, eight, 7.8 rebounds, 2.8 assists, 3.5 stocks. Portland with four yeah. games next week too. Yep. Yeah. We've seen a lot of Eubanks lately. We've also seen a lot of Kevin Knox lately. Um, it's been kind of alarming, but yeah, you got to keep an eye on a lot of those Portland guys. I mean, we've, we also have trended Watford out. He was supposed to be the tanking king, um, but I think he'll <laughs> actually well, return. Did well when he was the, the king, and then he's out two games. Yeah, yeah. And any any of those Portland guys, like I mean, Nas Little, Nas Little. Yeah, yeah. There, there's any any of those options. If you're in daily leagues, I think take advantage of that and stream some of these guys in. Uh, okay, Ken. The boring last boring pick of the year. Oh, my last boring pick of the year. Denny Avija of Washington, another repeat from this season. Managing 50% of Yahoo leagues and only 20% of ESPN. Washington has four games this week. Avija's on a heater, including that beatdown of the Celtics earlier this week. Over the last five games, Avija with four starts, over 18 points, almost 10 rebounds, over five assists, one steal while shooting 64%. The Wizards might finally get be getting the Danny Avija they hoped for when they made him a lottery pick a couple of years ago. Kid's young. He's still only 21, 22. Um, Beal's probably done for the year, right, with the knee issues. Is Kuzma done for the year? Both are out tonight, creating a lot of shots for Avija. Uh, so I like Danny uh, for the last week of the season. Yeah, I wish uh, he's one of the most inconsistent players in the NBA, isn't he? It's, it's pretty he has ridiculous. Been. He's been he's been on a nice run lately, though. Get him on a peak. Yeah. Oh yeah. He uh he has young, developing guy. But I think I think unlike a lot of other terrible lottery picks made by Washington, he actually might be finally coming into his own. In, in the scenario where when Kuzma and Beal are both out really suits him best because then he can just you know take the lead have the ball in his hands more often which is what he needs to really be uh productive like he has been the last four games and driving to the hoop a little more confidence which is good to see had been a little tentative and a little settling for bad jump shots uh historically okay let's get to our friday dfs picks brought to you by fanduel Sign up for FanDuel now and complete for millions of dollars in prizes each day. Choose your best NBA lineup and compete to win real cash. God, there's nothing like real cash. Uh, Okay. Uh, Of course, uh, at this point in the season, it has to be said, for the love of God, check the injury report. Um, (laughs) it's, It's... Who knows? I... Like some teams, they rule guys out early. You know, we got a lot of news yesterday. It's like, hey, all these guys have been ruled out. I'm like, thank God. Where was this kind of injury reporting two months ago? Uh, right. But then all like of a Kelly sudden, Olick it'll be late scratch Wednesday. Right. It'll be it'll nuts. Be, it'll be 345, and then uh, a team will just like rate late scratch uh, like five of their guys. So <laughs> uh, keep up with the injury news, obviously. So the biggest over-unders that we have, we have two games at 242. Hawks at Nets, Clippers at Grizzlies. Uh, those will be very up and down games uh, and should be very exciting. Um, Shannon, on this slate, where's the first place that you are turning? Yeah, I, those Haw- the Hawks, Nets, Clippers, Grizzlies, both great games to target. I also really, really like the OKC-Indiana matchup. 
Um, I wouldn't be surprised if SGA is, is it, has he been ruled out already? Let's double check this. I believe he uh, has. I think actually. he has. Yeah. yeah. He has he has. What about Turner's miles Turner going to play? Is he done for the season? You know, the, the latest update from Rick Carlisle is Turner and Halliburton most likely or could possibly be shut down for the season. So we yeah, shall see yeah. um, with SGA out, you know, immediately giddy and Jalen Williams. Um, well, Isaiah Joe. Yeah, Isaiah Joe as well. I, I mean, anytime SGA is out, right, it opens up opportunity for a handful of players uh, on the on the OKC side. Um, you know, just looking at the the ten, or I'm sorry, it's uh, without SGA. I mean, Trey Mann, uh, Aaron Wiggins, all of these guys see increased run, uh, more more production. Um, oh no, I'm I apologize. That data is wrong. Bear with me for one second. Um, with with SGA out, there's been 11 games without him for Jalen Williams. Jalen with an E. And in those 11 games, Jalen Williams, who will probably finish second in Rookie of the Year voting yeah. um, at this stage, or he should, given his so. strong performance the last couple months, he is averaging 13 and a half more fantasy points per game with SGA out. Uh, Giddy has been more up and down. He's basically been flat, but recent games, um, Giddy has picked up. So I like Giddy and, and I like um, Jalen Williams both a lot tonight. They haven't really increased um, in price that much. On they got reasons to play. They got reasons to yeah, play. They're, they're going for that last playing spot, which OKC fans deserve, in my opinion. Yeah, and then for for the Indiana side, I mean, you got my boy Sir Benedict Nemhard. You can go anywhere. You can go Nuara. You know, if Turner sits, you know, they've been they've been juggling their starting line rotation, especially for the big men. So it could be Isaiah Jackson, it could be Smith. We'll have to we'll have to see. But I do think there's going to be values opening up in in the front court uh, for the Pacers as well. Yeah, um, in this uh, this Atlanta Brooklyn game. Uh, we have DeAndre Hunter, who is questionable, um, which which actually matters because you know he'd be the guy who presumably would guard Mikael Bridges, um, so that that might make a difference there. I'm not saying I would fade Bridges necessarily, uh, but these are two teams they love getting up and down. Claxton versus Capella is interesting. Mm-hmm. I think just from a pace standpoint, there's plenty of guys you can throw into your lineup. None of the you know, none of the salaries I think are like insane values because a lot of these guys have been healthy and the and the rosters are healthy. But if you need some fill-ins, um, it's hard for me to argue against a lot of these guys um, at the at the salaries that they're at. Especially like Mikhail Bridges' usage rate is just so high, even though he's eighty four hundred. It's just hard for me to say like that's not that's not good value. He's taking twenty right. shots a game half the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I love Bridges there. Bridges uh, is a nice option. I will say the one pause that I have with him is he still, even though the usage is increased and he's been fantastic, has had some absolute monster games and he's on a nice heater right now where it's been 39.7 or more points in four straight. You know, before that he had back-to-back games of 21 and 22 fantasy points and he does still dip down and kind of hit that floor you know, once every five games. So I do worry about that a little bit. And, and when typically when I'm spending, you know, eight, if I have $8,000 or more for a player, I want the high floor. And, and unfortunately, Bridges still has some inconsistency. I'm a little interested in Desmond Bain has been on a bit of a heater before he missed, before they rested him two days ago. That was the second of a back-to-back. But uh, last four games, he's looking at, High 30s for fantasy points. Had a 46 fantasy point uh, game on the 28th. Uh, I kind of like uh, I like Desmond Bain tonight. Yeah, I mean, in the high over under, Bain's salary has been pretty modest all season. I think he's been a really good a cash and GPP. I think he's just been a great guy to plug in. They they lean on him so much. He's aggressive. Uh, he'll get those assists once in a while. So I think that's a that's a really good call, Ken, because he's he's someone who could be probably priced at eight thousand. Uh, consistently, and and he's a lot of times he's under that. Uh, what else do you think's on the board for value, Shannon? Yeah, you can always look at the Spurs again. You've got uh, Alex's favorite big man. What's his name again? Zach Collins? No, 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 no. Zach Collins. Sandro, is out. Oh, Sandro Mamu Kalashvili. Yeah, Mamu Kalashvili. <laughs> yes, starting, starting for your San Antonio Spurs. 
So Alex's boy Mamu is 5,300 on FanDuel. He with Zach Collins out, he will be starting. Uh, that's that's an option. Um, I do think even some of these guys who have uh, increased salaries due to their more prominent roles down the stretch here, like a Shade and Sharp, 7,700. I still think that's in play. I mean, he's coming off 49 uh, fancy point outing against Sacramento, has a rematch with Sacramento tonight, um, and it's in Portland. Uh, Portland's going to be shorthanded. They really don't have a a lead guard. Like Sharp is that guy now for the, you know, as long as Simons is out and with Dame obviously shelved for the year. Um, PJ Washington against Chicago. PJ Washington. On fire lately. Yeah. Yeah. 46, 46 and 58 fantasy points over the past three. And, you know, he, he scored 43 points, 43, six and five from PJ Washington. How, you know, what was the, oh, if, yeah. <laughs> what were the odds of PJ Washington? I don't know it took so long. Hey, I took the over on him that game. So, you know, I knew, I knew 43, it was <laughs> 43 points. It's insane. So there, there's a lot of guys to watch there. Um, uh, any of those options work, but uh, Delon, right. I feel like I have to bring him up every week. I still like him. You know, Beal's out, Kuzma's out. Right, will probably start again. Um, and he's at fifty eight hundred. He's risky. He's got he's got a low floor. He can he can definitely just bottom out and get you nothing. But he also Monte can have Morris a five is just such game. a roller coaster. Like Morris, legit game, terrible game, legit game, terrible yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're the, I mean the Wizards. They're they're becoming really tough to predict at this point. Um, with all the injuries. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I looked this up the other day. Uh, Ubre is still questionable, and Dennis Smith is still questionable for that Charlotte game. But even with those guys potentially available, PJ Washington's usage rate with uh, the, all the guys out who are going to be out tonight is twenty nine percent. So uh, he's he's approaching like star player usage rates uh, with the with the Charlotte situation. So yeah, I I definitely think he's he's worth rostering. Well, of course, we um, have to keep an eye on the Killian Hayes versus Dennis Smith Jr. performance tonight. Both guys are playing <laughs> critical high uh, coffee well, Hayes, bed there. Maybe a lot. Hayes got an ankle, uh, a leg injury in the last game. So he's kind of yeah, tentatively may not play here. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you guys brought up Hayes. Because critical I have... game against the Rockets, but critical in a certain way. Right, Shannon? Uh, I mean... I, I'm not. I'm not worried about it. Pistons are pretty much locked into the worst record in the NBA. They're. I mean, they got a two-game lead for two the game worst lead. record. <laughs> yeah, with like six games left, they're good. They're good. Um, Hayes, the Hayes Dennis Smith Jr. bet. I have clarification on it. It is a per-game bet, eight categorical, uh, eight-category eight league per-game value. Killian Hayes is currently leading. He's ranked one fifty-third uh, since March third. And Dennis Smith Jr. is ranked 166. So, like I said, per game, per game, huh. it's per game value eight category. I went and looked at the I email co- thread that you were not a part of. You weren't even uh, a part of the email okay. thread. Well, how can you yell at me for an email I didn't get sent? Because why are you bringing it up? <laughs> well, you, your data was wrong. You know what? Then Shannon, the why lead. don't you do the show notes once on a goddamn blue moon? No, that's not my. Then role. you can put that in there, you son of a. Geez. I'm the color guy. <laughs> Bitching about the notes he never writes. God, yeah. that's all right. That's all. Hey, Killian Hayes, baby. Shan can't do everything. All right, he's 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 selling ad deals. He's doing doing all sorts of stuff. All right, FanDuel. We won't even have FanDuel Losing for this podcast. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll let you have the last word on this, Shannon. Anybody else you want to highlight for DFS? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon's already mentally like in Cancun. He's doing the one, two, three Cancun, like the Pistons have been doing. Um, hey, Houston's five and a half point favorites tonight uh, Whoa. against Pistons. That's huge. It's embarrassing. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, okay, uh, Ken, I think you got the your, the, the ad read close out here. All right. Uh, hey, uh, Fandle is providing a special offer to all new users. Sign up for Fanduel, play one dollar in an NBA contest, and receive ten dollars instantly at Fanduel. I like that. I that's, like that level. That was perfect. That's real cash, ladies trying and gentlemen. Real cash. <laughs> trying to make a trying to appease Shannon with the chill on the voice dial. It was amusing for a while, the yelling, but 
I get it. All right, Ken, this is your last old man rant uh, of the season. If you want any more, you'll have to be uh, Ken's wife and children. <laughs> I'm so happy from last night's Celtic win over the Bucks. It was really hard to to get angry, uh, but I'm going to blame inconsistent play. Arg! My good friend Dan drove nine hours from Vermont to D.C. to visit his son and watch the Wizards Celtics game on Monday or Tuesday. Boston was favored by 11 and a half because the Wizards were missing Kuzma and Beal. Well, the shorthanded Wizards blew out the Celtics. And then two months ago, my other neighbor, John, he drove three and a half hours to Boston for his wife's birthday to see Boston play the Orlando Magic. But unfortunately, it was also Jason Tatum's son's birthday, and Tatum got a personal day for the party, and the Celtics again lost. Celtics, what do you have against Vermonters? If Not you, cool. If you want to, the moral of the story is, if you want to go watch NBA games, don't live in Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile. I get to drive down and see us beat Joel Embiid's Sixers. That was fun. With a buddy nice. of mine here who's a Sixer fan, so that was a lot of fun. Tatum's, Tatum's taking off for his kid's birthday party. Meanwhile, we got stories about Ty Lu coming out that he skipped upwards of seven <laughs> funerals this season. Seven to coach dead team. relatives. First of all, don't be in the Lou family. Good Lord. Yeah. People are dropping left and right in that clan. Crazy. Um, mispronounced names. Final walk of the season. We had the uh, Adibja. I can't even pronounce it right. Uh, Adibja. I thought it was Abdia. Yeah, but you said Adibja like oh, the entire time. <laughs> Ken, I'm going to back, really? I'm yeah. gonna back I got you. that wrong a few episodes ago. Nah, the first time I think you had it right, Ken. I, oh, I, I zoned you. out after you said it the first time, but uh, I can't, so I can't speak to the, the other instances. But the I, first I, time bail, I, it right. I know it's Avdia. I stopped saying Avdia after the first You did. Time. Oh, okay. Yeah, you said oh. Avdija. I, uh, hey, in your defense, I've, I've heard people on the, uh, the NBA game recaps on the NBA app say Avdija as well. So, yeah. uh, you know, That's you're not the only one. I apologize to the Avdia family. Uh, this is our, I think, was it's our fourth family apology in two podcasts. We're on a roll to end the season. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Friday finale of the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, brought to us by FanDuel. Ken, take us out of here. Well, before I take us out of here, Shannon, any uh, any words, any farewell words this season for uh, the fan base? Thanks for bearing with us for another season. And, uh, you know, some of us may see you next year. <laughs> Shannon will be back. He loves this. All right. Anyway, let's go to our out quote then. Let's go to Dallas. We're constantly unhappy. Kyrie Irving described the Mavericks current playoff situation where they're now one game back of even being in the playoff. He said, quote, it kind of looks like a bit of a cluster F. I clean that up so Alex didn't have to edit the pod. Attention, passengers! This three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.